This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, this fast of the 10th of Tevet is very particular as we see that it falls out on Friday and even though other fasts, if they do fall out on Friday, we do not fast on Friday, we push it off or we make it earlier like we do by Tanit Esther over here by the, the fast of the Asarat B'tevet, we specifically, we, we still fast on Friday. Not only that, one of the great Rabbanim from Castilia, Rav, Rav David Abu Jaham, writes that if the Tzom of the 10th of Tevet would have fell out, fell out on Shabbat, we would fast even on Shabbat. Very famous Abu Dram. And and uh, it definitely requires explanation. How could this be more stringent than Tisha B'Av? So the Khatam Sofer writes in his Drashot of the 7th of Adar that the reason why it is so chamur is because it's written Be'etzem Ayom So there are those, those who explain that the concept is that it's a halacha in the day. Whereas the other fasts, you have to fast during that month sometime, sometime around there. But it's not specifically tied down to the day. The Khatam Sofer explains a little bit more, and he says the following. Asara B'Tevet was, was, was instituted for Zecher Lachurban. But not only that, it's a day of judgment if the Bet Migdash is going to be built this year or not. Tomorrow is going to be decided whether this is the year that the Bet Migdash is going to be built. Now, every single generation, if the Beit HaMikdash is not built, it's as if we destroyed it. And just like if somebody has a bad dream, he's allowed to fast even on Shabbat. That's an exception of fasting when somebody has a bad dream. Why? Because it's fasting in order to prevent something to come. Says the Khatam Sofer, fasting on Asara B'Tivet has a dimension of fasting for the future. And therefore, it has such an importance to it, especially this year, where we have such an auspicious time to bring the Mashiach. Somebody pointed out yesterday in the Kol, one of the Avreichim, that, that, uh, that last time Asara B'tivit fell out was during, the, during COVID time. And it was obviously also an auspicious time there. And, and the Friday was, uh, was when, when right before we're supposed to come into Shabbat, Hashem reminds us, that you're coming into Shabbat in the situation of pain. The Gemara Masechet Eruvid of Mem says that it would be better, it would be better to maybe eat before Shabbat because you're coming into Shabbat in a, in a, in a, in a, in a pained way. And the same thing too over here. If we're going, if we're fasting on Friday, obviously we're foregoing a little bit of Kavot Shabbat. How could it be we're foregoing Kavot Shabbat? The answer is, is that for a future gzera of the Churban Bet HaMikdash, that overrides Shabbat. The drashot of the Khatam Sofer in Chelek Alev, Tzadi says something else. There is a hint in this week's parasha that you're allowed to fast on such a, on such a fast, even on Shabbat. Because when Yosef greeted his brothers, he said, prepare food and prepare the animals. Now, whenever you say vehachen, hachen means prepare for Shabbat, like hachanot. So the Midrash says, 
obviously we see from over here that Yosef HaTzadik kept Shabbat because he was doing his achanot for Shabbat. That's why he used the language of Ve'achen. He told the non-Jew to do it. That could be another discussion. But you see that you see that Yosef kept Shabbat. And when Yosef met the brothers, he cried. Why did he cry? He cried also on the, when he met Binyamin, he cried on the Churban Bet HaMikdash that was going to be destroyed. From here you see it was Shabbat. And Yosef cried. We see that you're allowed to cry on Shabbat for the Churban Bet HaMikdash. Hence the words of the Abu Draham that you're allowed to fast even on Shabbat if, if Yasser Abitavit would fall out on Shabbat. So as we mentioned, we fast on Friday, but it also takes away the Kavot Shabbat. I just wanted to mention two quick things. Is that Avi asked me yesterday, what about Aninu if it's getting dark? So the truth is we're going to be doing early Mincha that we're not going to get close to Shkia. Let's say somebody comes late, he goes to a minyan that's late, and they're already in Shkia doing Aninu, which means they're going to get home late because then they have to do Kabbalah Shabbat and everything. But let's say it's already Shkia time. How could you say Aninu be'et Sarah Azot? So there are poskim, the Sefer Dvar Yoshua Chelek Bet says it would be better to skip Aninu in such a Divrei Yoshua, I'm sorry, Chelek Bet Siman Samech Gimel. It would be better to skip at least the words during your private tefillah, Biyom Tzom Ta'anit and and but but tefillah Tzibur, you shouldn't. The Kloisenberger Rebbe, who I was at a Brit Milah yesterday that they named the child Yikutiel Yehuda, right? He says over there, uh, it is brought down in the Sefer Halichot Chaim, Mo'adim Uzbanim Amud Mem, that he says that once people already lit Nerot, they shouldn't say, they shouldn't say Anenu. But that, I don't know how accepted that is, but it, you see a concept that once it's Shabbat, it's hard to say Anenu. So what about brushing teeth tomorrow? So here, there's a, usually you're not supposed to brush your teeth on a fast day. It's a, it's, it's definitely something to be machmir on. It's not ma, it's Rabbi Baruch Oh, others write this. You shouldn't brush your teeth on Shabbat, on, 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 uh, on the fast day. But since, uh, if you brush your teeth every, every Friday, every, every week, Shabbat especially, not just regular, you, you, you brush your teeth, not once a week, but especially before Shabbat, you brush your teeth, then, it's brought in the name of Rav Shlomo Miller over here from Rabbi Kanner that on Shabbat, on, on Friday, you'd be allowed to brush your teeth, but you shouldn't use mouthwash. Chazaku Baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.